we recorded this all at my parents' house in one weekend. And um, I remember coming into the back room and Madison and Catherine had the headphones on and we're like so intensely in this, like the panning process for the round and like creating this gorgeous thing. And they were like, listen to this, listen to this. I put the headphones on and the harmonies were just swirling around my head. It was the trippiest thing. It was so cool to be able to like be actually involved in that process of like, this is what we want it to sound like and we can make it happen. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Release Day Series podcast, B-Sides. And joining me today is the Toronto-based folk trio, Sleeping Bees. And we're going to talk about their latest single, rest in the trio we have reed Catherine, and madison each one of them are joining me from somewhere different i and i know that madison's in guatemala reed Catherine, reed you're in toronto is that where yeah. you're at today yeah Catherine, are you in i'm in europe toronto you're I'm toronto. in toronto nice. <laughs> awesome talk to me about about the group what is the uh the origin story of the sleeping bees reed so maddie and i met through friends and uh we just started singing together and um, Maddie one day was like, oh, my friend Catherine would love to come sing with us. Let's do that. Um, and I think I think Madison, you probably have a little bit more of a detailed story than that. <laughs> We've known each other through the grapevine for, what, seven years now, I think? It's probably something like Wild that. Wild how that. time has gone so fast. <laughs> and then we started singing together like maybe four years ago, but just really impromptu open mic kind of thing. And then we... Uh, bonded over our mutual love of Feist and then I was I remember being at a show with Catherine we were in this improv choir we were riding the ferry we had this gig on the on Toronto Island like in the water it was this really wacky like choreographed gig that we were yeah, Catherine. We're in this choir called the Element Choir, which is led by Christine Duncan, who is one of the coolest ladies. Um and yeah, it's just this like experimental improv choir and we were doing this like choreography in the water and it was freezing and it was very strange and really fun. And then on the ferry on the way back, Maddie and I were just, yeah, chatting and laughing and talking about Feist. <laughs> it, it sounds like if you can meet in that environment, you know, you can you can kind of become like best friends. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. No problem. Yeah. Makes pretty easy. Yeah, we started uh, joking about making a Feist cover band. And that was how this all began. We were going to be a Feist cover band. So we just got together <laughs> and we were like, let's all just, let's just sing Feist songs. Fortunately, it grew from there. Um, but we were originally going to be called Secret Heart from the Feist song. Right. <laughs> so your new song, your new song, uh, Rest, that just that just came out, I guess, with the, as the, at the turn of the new spring, is that sort of when, when this song came out? It's That's it's right. super cool song. I, it just, it's so it's so fun to listen to. It's a great opening with the Kenny guys laughing in the background. And then <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're taken into this like, yeah, haunting harmonies and, and, and beautiful kind of melodies. Uh, can you tell me sort of where this song uh, came from, the story behind it? So um, the summer uh, when COVID started, I feel like that's just like how timestamps work now yes. in my brain. Um, yes. But that uh, that was a strange year because we were we had all these big plans before things started of like maybe we'll be going on tour this summer and and all this stuff. Um, and then we just went months without actually physically seeing each other. And um, I remember we were sitting in uh, Christy Pitts. 
um, seeing each other all together for the first time. And we like brought all our instruments and we were just hanging out on the grass. And um, a few weeks earlier, I had had a couple like lyrics in my head as I was working. Um, and I, uh, I had put my guitar into like the drop D like Neil Young tuning for like when I was playing some of his songs. So it was like there already. And we just started, um, kind of all singing along to these words. And I remember Madison picked up her ukulele and started doing that like little, riff that you hear throughout the song Catherine you picked up the banjo and you were doing some stuff and yeah yeah there's tons of layers yeah. as you guys have mentioned tons of layers and that and that's just a, ma a matter of workshopping you just kind of f feeling out how a song like that kind of comes together you kind of get just a bit of an essence of like to do the words or, or the story of it kind of play into how you come up with the instrumentation at all I just remember being in the park and just playing it on a loop or singing it, I guess, at this point on the loop with Reed playing the guitar and then just kind of, it, it kind of just morphed and layered from there. And then we came up with these little parts and decided that it really, it's the kind of song that would really suit having around, but it all happened pretty organically. I'll say like, it wasn't as if we were very like, this is going to be this structure and like we're going to create this specific mm -hmm. effect. Like it just kind of unfolded really organically, which was really, the first time that that had happened with us, I'd say. Yeah. And to, to answer your question about just like how the instrumentation comes, I feel like it's just kind of like a feeling, you know, adding things that evoke a certain feeling, if that makes sense. It, well, it, it, you know what? You know why it does is because you feel it. Like you feel it when listening to the song. It, it's there's just, again, like I, I, that's why I love, I'm such a, like a lover of folk music and just music of, you know, with, with these kind of instrumentations because it just feels so real, right? It feels, it feels so much more connected and the way that it was like mixed and, and produced, it's, it's like, I, you put the headphones on and you're lost in it. It's, it's beautiful in a good way, right? Like you kind of, you hear all these things happening around you. Now talk to me because this is, this is like a new direction for you. It's the first time that it's been entirely and independently written, recorded and produced by you guys. How, how take me through that process and, and that mindset of, of bringing this to life. Yeah. So I've been experimenting with recording since probably about like 2003. 13. Yeah. So about nine years on and off. Um, I've, you know, I've recorded at studios and with other people being more in control of things and have found it, especially as a woman in those environments and, and a pretty like introverted mm. and like often pretty soft spoken person. Um, I would get really frustrated that I, that I wasn't a part of those decisions because I heard it in my head very differently than Anyways, I love, I love that experimentation. And like I was saying before, sort of seeking for that feeling. I love, um, you know, after we recorded the original tracks at uh, Reed's childhood home in Whitevale. So like basically the banjo, the guitar, uh, our voices. Um, I took it back to my home studio, I guess. And that's where I just you know, get into the zone, put on my headphones and just start like playing, yeah. like jump from the harp to the keyboard. Recording is like a totally different art for me personally, because I came from a very like different musical background than the other two, um, where I wasn't 
I, I was a performer my whole life, but I was always singing like opera music and they don't use microphones. So I have very little experience <laughs> with even using a microphone before this project. I mean, a little bit here and there, but um, yeah. So the act of recording and just like that relationship you build with how to even like how to even use the consonants and not overdo them so that they get that pop. And like, there's just certain techniques that I was super new to when recording this. And, uh, yeah, I learned so much out of that, that from all the retreats that we did throughout COVID. I think we went on monthly retreats for almost six months in a row, like pretty dedicated. And we recorded every single month. And that was like very enlightening for me personally to just experience the recording process from start to finish and in a really organic way where it wasn't like you're in the studio you're on the clock we're paying thousands of dollars to be here but like we just had our own gear set up in you know a very soundproof living room I will say Reed's parents <laughs> living room has lots of bookshelves and rugs so it was a kind of great space to record in um, but we just had fun with it. Like we were able to just play and explore like Catherine was saying, and it was very like nourishing for me. You, you said, you spoke of this closeness that you hear Alex in the recordings. Like, I feel like my favorite recordings are these intimate moments that are documented. And for me, it can feel really vulnerable to be in the studio, even just like the time crunch, like you were saying, Maddie, like I'm fucking paying money and uh, the time is winding down and like, it's really stressful. Um, and then on top of that, like getting into a vulnerable space where you're singing is really, it's really intense and can get emotional. And the best songs I feel like to me are really conveying that emotion in a really vulnerable way. And I've found that it's easier for me to get into that space when I'm not in a studio with someone that I don't know or that I'm not comfortable with or, right. Yeah, yeah, being able to document that intimacy. I bet I can't I can't relate to any of that. So so hearing so hearing it is is really it's 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 interesting because I mean it's kind of I mean you just think about it, like you're putting yourself out there enough as it is as an artist. Like you also don't I don't think about just what like environment is probably ideal as well. I mean whether or not you know you you can bank on the environment being ideal all the time. I get it. You know you've got to probably work in in those environments where it's like we are on the clock, we are this that. So so when you kind of have these opportunities opportunities to be in a, in a, in a space where it's kind of on your own time and, and, you know, you kind of see and feel how that difference can be. And rest is, it's a beautiful tune. You gotta, you gotta get, immerse yourself in this one. I mean, play it however you want to play it. My main suggestion is put on headphones, get close to it. Reed, Madison, Catherine, uh, congratulations on the release. I'm excited for for more music. Uh, I hate putting that pressure on artists, but I am excited <laughs> to hear what else is, is coming next from the, the Sleeping Bees. So thank you for joining me on the Release Day Series podcast, B-Sides. Thanks so much, Alex. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. You can discover more podcast episodes as well as our limited video series on our website, www.releasedayseries.com. And if you'd like to support the show, we've added that option to the website as well. Send us a dollar, three dollars, five dollars, whatever you'd like. Any support helps. But most importantly, we appreciate you listening and sharing the podcast. Mm-hmm.